0: Welcome to NYU Wagner Review podcast series. In this special election episode, podcast host Luisa Portugal sits down with NYU professor Erica Foldi and the Vote 2020 cohort, represented by MPA students Alexis Richard and Abe Nelson, to talk about the Vote 2020 initiative and how students can get involved with the program. They also talk about the importance of voting and how people can engage with these elections beyond that stay tuned
1: sure vote 2020 is an effort to involve the nyu community and wagner in particular in this upcoming election which everybody says is the most important election certainly in our lifetimes, maybe ever. I agree with that. Yep. <laughs> and um, it has multiple elements to it. It involves encouraging people to register and vote. It involves encouraging people to volunteer. And then we also have paid fellowships for students who want to work with nonpartisan, get out the vote organizations.
2: That's amazing. And where did this idea come from? How did it Vote trying to get started?
1: Yeah, so last fall, there was a group of faculty and we had agreed that we needed to invigorate social justice programming at the school. We really wanted to push more of a social justice focus. And so a bunch of us were meeting together, Scott Taitel, David Elcott, Sonia Ospina, John Gershman, others. And we were you know, talking about what should we do? Where should we put our time? And uh, later in the fall, after we'd had a couple of discussions, we were kind of going around and around, I realized that if I was going to put my time into something, I wanted to put it into the upcoming election. At that point, it was a year away. It just seemed absolutely critical. And when I suggested that, everybody immediately agreed. And honestly, I wish that I could say that I was very creative, but I stole the idea from the Ellen Shaw experience fund, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, students can find their own internships and, and get paid. And I thought, why don't we do the same thing for organizations specifically involved in voter engagement, voter registration? So at that point, we started thinking, okay, where do we, we needed to raise money because we needed to have funding available for these students. And fortunately, we talked to a couple of donors and made, you know, foundations, but the the provost's office, Sibel Raver, is leading an initiative at NYU called the Cross-Cutting Initiative on Inequality. And she heard about what we were doing and was very interested. And so we have funding from her and some other sources. That's really what got us going.
2: I love that you mentioned the Alan Shaw Fund experience. I have to say, I was an Alan Shaw Fellow this summer, and it was such such a good experience. So a project inspired by them can only mean a good thing. Alexis and Abe, how did you guys as students became involved with Vote 2020? Our involvement would actually started over the
0: summer. I was not a Vote 2020 fellow, but I was part of the Vote 2020 cohort, so it was a group of students across NYU who were working on electoral focus internships or programs throughout the summer. So I was working on a campaign which was partisan, so not formally part of Vote 2020, but I still got to join the meetings and meet other students who were engaged in similar work.
3: And first of all, I just wanted to thank you for having us on the podcast and mm-hmm. say that now Alexis and I are uh, recurring guests on Louisa hosted uh, Wagner podcast. Of
2: course. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so I, I don't know what that gets us, but election gets us specialists,
2: stuff. you guys are like elect- my election <laughs> specialists.
3: There we go. Perfect. But yeah, my My introduction was relatively similar. It went back just a little bit further because I was helping Professor Elcott, David Elcott, for those who know him, plan an event in fall of 2019 about getting engaged politically and political activism. And anyone who knows David Elcott knows that he has a tendency to come out of his office during the day where I was in a little cubicle right by and kind of talk very loudly about the election and electoral politics and complain about NYU students not being as engaged as he wishes that they were because uh, under half of students voted in the 2016 election, less than 40% in the 2018 midterms. and So I kind of started hearing about these ideas that were being tossed around. I talked with Erica a few times, sort of realized that they had this really cool idea coming together. And then I got involved in the same capacity as Alexis this summer, even though I wasn't a fellow, I was still uh, like part of the wider network and got to meet some really
2: great students. I have to say these numbers really surprised me that less than half of NYU students voted in 2016 we just tend to think that if anyone is going to be engaged it is like college students graduate students here in New York City so do you have an idea of why did so many NYU students choose not to vote and how can we change that? I think in
0: general with Something we also need to think about with NYU is that we have a very high international population. So there definitely are a lot of students who actually cannot vote, still though, that doesn't even begin to account for the numbers that didn't vote in 2016 and 2018. Something that we've been talking about a lot and trying to sort of help ease this year is that there is a lot of friction in voting absentee, there's a lot of friction in voting by mail. I think, you know, especially being a campus, we have people who are here in New York from all over. The country, all over the world, and they don't know the deadlines for their home state, but they still want to vote there. And they don't get their absentee ballot request in in time. It's really hard for them to vote. So one of the primary goals, I'd say, about 2020 is making sure that we can make it easier for everyone to actually be able to vote, Um, even because I'm sure there are people who have wanted to in the past, but just like didn't have easy enough access to the resources that would help them get there.
2: And speaking about this, these students that they want to vote, they want to get engaged and involved with Vote 2020 as well, how can they do it? What's the best way for them moving forward?
0: Yeah, so we have a couple ways for students to get involved, and I'll let Abe tap in here as well, but starting this week, we are releasing our pledge form, which is kind of the I want to say holy grail but like the crux of our work with vote 2020 we are looking to get people to pledge to vote and beyond that to pledge to take an active role in the election i think professor gershman said it best when he said we're looking to get people to engage beyond the vote because we believe that the more of an active role the more of a responsibility people take in this election the more likely they are to vote the more likely they are to get their friends to vote the more likely they are to really work as sort of voting ambassadors just to make sure that everyone around them in their community is making sure their voices are heard. So that's where it starts. In that pledge form, you'll pledge to vote, you'll pledge to volunteer, and you'll be able to sign up for an opportunity to one-on-one with either Abe or me or both of us and to talk about volunteer opportunities because we also know that for some, getting involved in volunteering isn't as straightforward as it sounds like it is. And if you need that help getting up that first step, helping us, like we can talk to you about what a text bank is or what a phone bank looks like. We can send you links to organizations that are looking for a volunteer corps that need people to help out in the next 30 days. Well, as of recording, it's Saturday. Um, and help them get there.
3: And the only thing that I would add to that is with, it's, it's always been important to have a plan to vote. And with the frictions that Alexis mentioned, that those have been compounded by the pandemic. And so not only is it important to always have that plan, but now your polling location may have changed because of the pandemic, or it's always good to check your registration because you're not sure if something has gone wrong with that, or if you want to get your absentee ballot, et cetera. And so for all of those many things that are always important, but this year particularly important, uh, there's a platform called Motovote, which was made by Wagner grads. So we're particularly proud of it which basically uses behavioral science to do all the things that Alexis was talking about to encourage other people to vote, to make sure that you are voting and like that you are set so that you don't show up on election day or to vote early or try and vote by mail in a way that doesn't go through. Because we just want to make sure that everyone is able to (laughs) exercise their democratic right. And then the other thing I just wanted to touch on is with our volunteer pledge, it's really important at a school like Wagner at NYU that does have a really large percentage of international students who care deeply about American politics. You're obviously from Brazil, but you really care about American politics. That's great. You came to a school in the U.S., you deserve to have your voice heard as well. And so volunteering is something that you don't need to be a citizen to do. You just need to be someone who has an opinion and that you want to work to uh, progress that opinion. And so we want to help get everyone involved, regardless of where they're from, what they believe in, through through things that match their values. And so that's what we're that's what we're working on for the next thirty days.
0: Just want to add that Abe was mentioning that voting has changed so much because of the pandemic. And I think evidence of that even is what was it, like May or June, we spoke to you on this podcast about the importance of voting by mail and how that was so critical. And then just this week we found out that the majority of people who received absentee ballots in Brooklyn received them with mismatching names and addresses on the envelopes which for someone like us who spends all of our time looking at voting and electoral politics was, you know, like I had to shut my computer and just like take do a lap. But like, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. But that's why Vote 2020 is so great because it gives us an answer to I don't know what we're going to do. I do know what we're going to do. We're going to immediately start reaching out to people about finding their early voting sites. We're going to get them to get a mask on and go vote early and in person. We're going to make sure people know how to contact BOE if they received an incorrect ballot. Like Vote 2020 allows us a medium to have these conversations with people to make sure that these problems that are out of our control that we can end up finding solutions for them that we can control.
2: Great that you mentioned Motivote. I'm going to be sure to put a link down in the descriptions. I think it's an awesome platform and the last time I heard if you were number one on the rankings does this still hold true? Are you still the Motivote 2020 champion?
3: I'm, I'm not yet the champion. I'm the current leader, but that, that could be, So that's something we forgot to mention on Motovote, You can win points by doing all of the things that we've been talking about, checking your registration, making your plan to vote, uh, requesting your absentee ballot, Uh, all of those things, you can earn points that you can spend on awesome prizes. And we're going to be adding new prizes to that as well, that we'll be uh, sending out emails and communications about in the next couple of weeks. But as you do all those things, and as you invite your friends, onto the platform, you accrue more and more points, and then there's a leaderboard. So a couple of days ago, I edged out John Gershman barely, but it's very close, and Alexis has also been surging in the rankings as well, uh, and other students, as they get more and more involved. And so my my lead is tenuous at best, uh, but I'm going to do everything I can to, to keep it uh, for as long as I can.
0: Please join Motovote and get Abe out of first place. I, there's nothing,
2: I do not want to give Abe a prize. So please. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's also important for student group leaders to know that Vote is also a platform that caters to student groups at NYU as well. So if you want to increase your chances to get that prize, to get aid out of the leadership, to get Gershman out of the leadership, get your student group together, get everyone to vote, get everyone to participate. It's actually a very interesting and compelling platform and I think it's great that you're bringing it together with VOTE 2020. Uh, the other thing that I want to ask you Alexis, you were talking about people that are worried, that don't know what to do, that you know all the changes that COVID has brought and the problems in Brooklyn with the ballots. For the students that are worried that they are going to vote by mail, they don't know if their vote is going to be counted, if it's their vote is going to arrive on time, what can they do to be really sure that they do get their voting and that their vote counts?
0: Yeah, so if a student is voting by mail, the number one piece of advice I have now, and I think this has been circling around social media for a few months now, is as soon as you're able to request your ballot from your state um, or your locality, do so. And then as soon as you receive it, vote and send it back. Don't wait, don't sit on it, just do it. But still, when I'm saying rush to do it, also take your time with the ballot itself make sure you read all the instructions make sure you sign where you need to sign make sure we're worried right now in Pennsylvania about naked ballots like make sure you're putting it in the privacy envelope and then also in the larger envelope that mails back make sure when you're at the post office or when you mail it that you're checking some come with postage already paid some require two stamps and will be returned if they don't have two stamps so just try to make sure that as well. You can also drop them off at your state board of elections or someone's in county clerk's office, depends on the locality. But I'd say a really great place where you can figure out all of this. Of course, like Abe and I welcome anyone who has any questions about voting whatsoever to reach out to us. We can put our email addresses in the show notes, but it's just... One, like we'll help you get there, but two, we love vote.org, which is a very clean, simple website. Just scroll any of the questions you have, you can click on them. There's check your registration, register to vote, vote by mail, you can do all of that there.
3: That's on MotoVote as well uh, to request your absentee ballot, and uh, all the requirements, exactly as Alexis was summarizing, um, can be accessed there as well.
2: Yeah, and just to reiterate, the links for all resources will be in the description down below, so check them out. I think the other part of Vote 2020 that we mentioned in the beginning and that I really want to talk to you about is the fellowship part. So what kind of internships are you looking at? What organizations are involved? Can you just tell me a little more about that? I think a lot of students are going to be interested.
1: Yeah. So we had uh, seven paid fellows in the summer. We're going to have probably 15 in the fall. We're getting very close, 14 or 15. They work for a number of different organizations. Mi Familia Vota, organizing in the uh, Latinx community. We have a number of students there. And I just learned they were named the 2019 grassroots organization of the year. One Fair Wage is a very cool organization that uh, works with low-income workers, particularly workers, tipped workers, like restaurant workers. And they do a variety of organizing with their folks, but um, they're focusing on organizing them, getting them to register and, and to turn out to vote. We have a couple of affiliates There's a national organization called the Alliance for Youth Organizing, and they have various state and city affiliates, so we have students at Detroit Action and at New Era Colorado and a variety of other organizations as well. The other thing I'll add is that, so students, most students are working half-time through, we've given them through mid-November, just in case uh, we need that time after the election is supposed to be over. A lot of students are working 20 hours a week, some 10 hours a week. We have a lot of Wagner students, but we also have folks from undergrad, from other master's programs, including a couple of people from the Center for Data Science and they're gonna be doing data analytics for a couple of um, states for Mi Familia Vota. So a lot of our students will be doing just kind of basic organizing, get out the vote work, also super important, but a nice breadth of schools, organizations, the types of work that students are are engaged in.
2: Yeah, I love the diversity in organizations, sounds super, super cool. I also remember you guys mentioning that poll workers will be able to get a
1: compensation
2: to vote 2020. Am I right
1: in remembering that? So you're very close. Um, we make a distinction between poll workers and poll watchers. Okay. So poll workers are, the paid, are, are actually paid by the, the local government to, to do the work. They're the actual people who are handing out the ballots and, ah, okay. and all that, those are poll workers. We also need poll watchers, which are people who we're there to you know, help people out if they have questions, register problems if people are having complaints or not able to vote. And we are giving stipends to poll watchers. They do a couple of hour training, and then we ask them to do a couple of shifts on election day. And they can do the work either in person, if they're well, wherever they are, they can do the work in person. They can go to their local poll or a close by poll polling place. Or it is also possible to do this um, virtually now by Tracking, you know, Twitter feeds and Facebook and others to see if there are compounding problems in a particular area. And then the, the poll watcher takes that information and gets it to the right people. So yes, we do have um, stipends, $150 for students who are interested in doing that.
2: Uh, I think another point that we should bring it up here is that the organizations that are part of this program, they have to be nonpartisan organizations, right? How does this translate on the fellowship and just on the program in itself?
1: Yeah, the organizations that students work for are nonpartisan and the organizations that we are promoting for volunteerism and also for the poll watching, all of these organizations are nonpartisan.
3: And I would, first off, give a shout out to Alexis, who is a poll worker, not a poll watcher, um, and to all of the other NYU (laughs) students who have signed up to be poll workers as well. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we are, we are nonpartisan. Uh, there are students at NYU with a whole range of political views. The thing that unites us all is we're all opinionated. That's why we go to a place like NYU. But at the end of the day, we are political, right? Like this is a political organization. It's not that we are working for a particular party or anything like that, but we are engaging in democratic politics and trying to get people to engage as well. And ultimately that's, that's our bottom line is that you are getting engaged, not that you are getting engaged for an organization I would want you to text bank for or phone bank for, I know which ones those would be. I don't, uh, you know, if you want to volunteer for them, that's awesome. I encourage that uh, personally, but as a member of this group, as a member of 0 2020, I'm mostly just encouraging you to get involved. And so that's why Alexis and I are doing these one-on-ones to kind of help people with that friction cost of, you know, finding somewhere that they can get involved and thinking through what they might want to do and where their skills might fit best. And that's, that's our, uh, that's our goal.
0: Yeah, I would also say as a quick point of clarification, when Abe says democratic politics, of course, he means like democracy, not Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes it's something you have to clarify more often than not. But I would also say that, yes, like we we are nonpartisan, but we are political and in the way in such that we want everyone to participate in our democracy. We think it's, it's the easiest way to have your voice heard. And this is something I say a lot. But there are so many people in this country who are unable to vote for You know, whatever reason. And so, if you can vote and you can do so easily, I think you must, you know. And part of what we're doing here is making sure that's as easy for you to do as possible. And that if you also believe that everyone should be able to vote, that we're connecting you with resources that can help you do that and help you continue to make sure that everyone's voice is heard.
2: I love that so much, hearing you say that. I have to say, as a foreigner, if I have one mission, like one drop of wisdom to spread here in America, is that politics is not synonym with partisanship, because I think this gets confused so much. So it's great to hear you say that, yes, we can be politically active, we can go out and vote, and we can do a whole project about voting that doesn't have to be confined in these partisan lines. I think that's so important. But now, I think we talked about most aspects of Vote 2020, I'm super excited about it. I hope other NYU students are also excited about it. I hope my fellow international students have learned ways that they can get engaged, even if we can't vote. And to close this out up, I want to ask you, what's your best case scenario for November 3rd? What do you want to see happening here with NYU students? How do you want to see this community get
1: engaged and going out to vote? What do you want to see happening? So overall, what we want, we want uh, people to vote. We want people to volunteer day of and potentially afterwards. And we hope they do so in very, very large numbers, understanding the logistical issues that might that might come with that. We want everybody out there and voting.
3: Absolutely. I think my my best case scenario is that over these next 30 days, people spend as much time as they can. And we're all busy. We all have a lot going on. Uh, but that people take some of that time so that we don't so easily give away a right that has been fought for in so many ways for so long as Alexis has alluded to. It really is something remarkable to be part of the democracy and really just encouraging people to take an active role because there are people for reasons I personally disagree with who can't.
0: Yeah, I I would just have to serve that (laughs) and say that I would hope that we get as many members of the NYU community who want to vote or maybe haven't voted in the past to vote if they are able to and for those who are active regular voters i hope we get them to engage beyond their vote and take an active role i know we keep saying that but that's really what it is like we just want people to act and fight for what it is that they believe in which is a democracy if you're a voter you believe in a democracy um and I would also, I hope for, this is a little loftier, but I do hope for grace and patience on November 3rd. I think we know that because of the pandemic, because of the way these things are working, we're not going to have results in the way that we want them on the 3rd. Like, I think it's going to take some time to get absentee ballots counted and, everything processed, even like, I mean, I've been a poll worker for about two years now. And when I was poll working for the primary here in New York in June, the closing up the poll site, locking the ballot boxes, getting them sent off to BOE, that whole process takes a lot longer when you're trying to remain distanced, you're wearing a mask, you know, everyone's gloved and trying to be as safe as possible. So it it is going to take some time. But like Abe and Erica just said, if we can just get If I can get one person who wasn't going to vote to vote, then I feel great. So if we can get a bunch more,
1: then that's amazing. That's a win to me. Absolutely. I just want to add one really quick thing, which is the faculty group that started Vote 2020, we call ourselves Wagner Action for Social Justice, Equity and Democracy, or Wagner Seed. You know, we're starting to look beyond this campaign as well towards really revitalizing our democracy and how we can involve uh, students and the entire NYU community in that. So I just want to encourage students, if they're interested, to you know stay in, stay tuned after the election for the kinds of things that we'll be engaged in. And just another, just a quick set of faculty who are involved, Sonia Espina, John Gershman, David Elcott, Scott Tetel Salo Koslowski, and me, I think are the kind of the key people right now.
2: Amazing, so it starts today, but it doesn't end today. I'm not sure when this podcast is going to be released, but we are recording october 3rd so exactly one month to the election is the final stretch now everyone start getting organized get prepared to vote now by mail or to vote in the day of the election if you go vote in the day of the election even if the lines are long don't give up stay there like alexis said it's going to take longer than it usually does also love that you mentioned that alexis You have to be patient on november 3rd we are probably not going to get our results soon so just hang out with your friends and make sure that you have a good support group because it's going to be a stressful time for everyone
0: i know i say that and it's like i'm gonna have to be like strapped down or something like i you know like it's not like i'm trying (laughs) i'm gonna meditate it's gonna be good
2: we are all in this together And like I mentioned several times during this episode, but I want to make sure that people know all resources mentioned here are going to be linked below